Hey lovebirds, this is Atan, Lindsay, Sam, and Courtney. We are four wedding professionals, each with a different area of expertise. Together we have over 40 years of combined experience in the wedding industry. We're here to give you some of our best tips, tricks, wedding day hacks, and share our greatest successes and worst horror stories. We'll also be interviewing some of the best wedding vendors that we've had the pleasure of partnering with. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to Your I Do Crew. Hey, lovebirds. Welcome to episode 17 of Your I Do Crew. Today, we have a special guest interview. We welcome Jason Kelly, owner, president, CEO, and of course, lead DJ of Book That DJ, a Toledo-based wedding and event DJ company. We had a blast with him. We got to hear about his company, we learned some of his best advice for couples, and he even threw in a horror story for good measure. We loved talking to Jason, and we're sure that you'll love listening. Hi, I'm Jason Kelly. I'm here with your I Do Crew today. <laughs> I'm from BookThatDJ.com. I like it. Book that DJ, so BookThatDJ.com. Is our website, yep. Cool. Isn't that good? Yeah. I do all of our all of our marketing, okay. graphic and web design. Awesome. Did you start the company? I did, yes. Excellent. Yeah, well, so we started in 2010, my wife and I. Um, we took over a banquet hall. <clears throat> and prior to that, I was just a regular bar club DJ uh, for many years. But once we took over the banquet hall, and that's when I got introduced to weddings. And I realized that I will make a lot more money doing weddings. And it's typically a better crowd. Yeah. So it was a no-brainer. So we started doing weddings. I launched bookthatdj.com um, because it's easier to remember than jlentertainmentservices.com. Sure. So um, Close off the tongue a little nicer. Yeah. Too. yeah. And it wasn't taken at that time? It was not. In 2010? Nope. Wow. Clearly. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> ah, fair enough. And it's, it's a memorable name. So mm -hmm. it worked well. Um, I set up the website, I optimized it for search engines, and off we went. Um, I did probably 25, 30 weddings my first year and started getting referrals. And so I started bringing on other DJs and then firing them and then bringing on <laughs> other DJs and then firing them because mm -hmm. quality is important. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and people think that they can just be a DJ because, oh, I love music. I can play music. I have an iPod and an iPod iTunes playlist. Say it louder for people in the back. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I, I have been to that wedding reception. It is not a it's good a wedding reception. Yeah, yeah, no, not at all. I mean, there's a lot of structure and flow of not just music, but energy that goes on when DJing. Not just a wedding, but anything in general. Um, so I put a lot of thought into it. I'm very methodical with everything I do. So um, I created a, a way of the DJ, I guess, uh, for book that DJ. And uh, some people get it some people don't that's why i bring people on then i fire them then i bring people on then i fire them i bring on probably five or six new guys every year and keep one um because i have a very high standard uh as if you don't know about my company if you look into it you'll very much see all of our reviews and um we've got a really good reputation so it just is awesome mm -hmm. so fast forward to today we have 10 djs on our crew uh, we are officially the only team-oriented DJ company around. 
And what that means is all of our DJs meet every week at our warehouse. We practice new stuff. We talk about what's trending. We give each other tips and tricks. And we talk about what you do at weddings and what you do at this gig and where you're going this weekend. So we're all on the same page. We're the only company that operates like that. I won't say how other people operate because I'm not here to do that. <laughs> <Not me. laughs> um, but we do a lot of things that most other people don't. Mm-hmm. So I'm here today answering questions. Cool. Well, I have a question about that because I know... I know a few of the other DJs that I've worked with in the area mm-hmm. have multiple DJs that work for them. Yep. So the difference between you and those other services is that you meet regularly versus... Versus this. just calling somebody two months prior to a wedding to see if they're available, giving them a playlist and some basic equipment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Does that answer your question? <laughs> that is the difference. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair I enough. literally... So uh, I won't get into any names, of course, but... It's, it, I tell this story uh, to other professionals because uh, they appreciate the quality of service that we bring when they work with us and they know what we're about. So I share this story pretty regularly. I was at um, an event, I won't say what event, and I, I ran into another uh, DJ owner, if you will. I mm. wouldn't even really call it that. But So um, we were just talking shop and we were on the discussion of you know, the, the following month's weddings and, you know, how many we're doing and where are we going and just, you know, just talking back and forth. And uh, he said, you know, I'm still trying to find somebody to cover one of my dates for next month. Oh and it was in like three weeks. <laughs> so I was, you know, I'm not one to create drama, so I didn't say anything. I was just like, oh, okay, that sucks for you. Um, <laughs> Well, because our guys know months, months in advance. Like yeah. our, our brides and grooms meet our DJs two months prior to the wedding, mm-hmm. just so they can start yeah. building that reputation with who's going to be there, who's going to be, you know, in charge of this. It's a huge dynamic, the DJ, when it comes to a wedding. Um, so that's not even the kicker. There was also a photographer in the room that said, "Hey, I'm not booked for that date. I'll come and DJ for you." Yeah. No. And um, sorry, I hit the table. But, uh, <laughs> it's okay. So I kind of just started walking away at this point because, mm-hmm. but I heard the guy say, you know what, I'm going to take you up on that. Talk to me after this event and, oh, scary. and we'll get you going. Right? Like that's definitely scary. Oh, yeah, Lynn, do you jump into weddings often? I do. Really? I'm <laughs> well, that's, that, that's that same idea that, oh, I mean, that's that same idea of like, oh, my friend's got a camera. Right. They can be my wedding photographer. Yeah, right. It absolutely. works just like that all the yeah. time. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Oh, that'll, that'll make sense. Yeah. Well, Did I, you hear how that wedding went? A nice phone. No, even. I don't yeah. get it. I mean, yeah. I would have no way of knowing. Just right. curious. You know? Just to like, you know. Right. But just, I mean, that's, that's the different dynamic that we bring to the table as at, at Book That DJ. Like, we would never hire a photographer and just throw them into a wedding in three weeks. Sure. Um, we might hire a photographer and train them for a year mm-hmm. and sure. then put them into weddings once they reach the certain criteria. But yeah. it's, it's insane. I mean, you asked for a horror story. There you go. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, <laughs> right. No. Yeah. I try not to get into too much detail about that situation because... I don't like putting people on blast, but sure, I mean yeah, that's right. mm-hmm. that's a very delicate situation sure. to even put yourself in as a business owner, let alone yeah. for somebody's wedding. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the frustration that I've had with a couple of the DJs that I've worked with, uh, DJ services, I'll call them. I, I almost want to use the term, and again, not trying to be offensive, but DJ stables, where I will talk to this couple and they'll say, "Oh yeah, we're using insert name here," and I'll right. say, "Oh okay." Do you know which DJ that you're working with? Yeah, because they never do. I've worked with four of the guys from there. Two have been great. Two have been not so great. Mm-hmm. 
you know, one guy's like, oh yeah, I, I do maybe one wedding a year, so I'm always trying to figure out what the new songs are. It's like, you yeah, gotta stay no. in it to stay current, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why we meet every week on our team because even if I have, I only have one guy or a DJ that only does one wedding a year, he's mm-hmm. still coming to our meetings every week, yeah. and he's still staying on the same page mm-hmm. as if he could just go out and do one that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying about you know the and I did not take offense to using the term DJ stables okay. because that's that's I mean I can't clone myself. I really wish that right. I could, um, but I want to be able to service brides and grooms on their wedding day with a quality service, mm-hmm. and I can't do all of them unfortunately. Yeah. So I I very much train um, other guys to be able to do at least close to what I'm able to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't teach them all my tricks because otherwise they would do their own thing. Right. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. Well, I, I have officiants that work for me as well because right. I, I have the same thing. I've yeah. got... I have four booking requests for 8-18-18. Like, I cannot possibly oh, do yeah. all those weddings. Mm-hmm. We have nine gigs already for that date. It's oh, insane. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. Day. yeah. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Looks yeah. pretty on the book, save the date, I guess. <laughs> book me in July. I'm free in July. But, um, yeah. yeah, exactly. So so I, I understand that completely, and it makes total sense. But the fact that you meet every week makes all the difference, I'm sure. Oh, a huge difference, because there's, weddings are constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Being a DJ, you, I, can't, I can't train them on every little thing you could possibly experience. Right. There's no way to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, by us all learning from each other, and I still consistently learn from my DJs when I send them out, you know, because every meeting we talk about what you do last weekend. Did you do say or play something you don't normally do? Say or play. What happened? Did a fight break out? Did anybody break a leg? You know, <laughs> I literally had somebody break a leg at a wedding. So oh my gosh. that's another story for another day. So another horror story. Yeah, right. That's, that's crazy. Like, I mean, was it like a dance move gone wrong or? I do not know. Okay. I wish I did. Was it was it your guy or it was, was it a guest? Clip? No, it was a guest. It okay. was the mother of the uh, no, was it? A, I think it was a stepmom of the groom. Jeez. Something oh like that. Some kind of dynamic like that. <laughs> and there was not a good relationship with the bride. Oh my gosh. And uh, it just became. I won't. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> but I will. I will say this. So you know, there's there's events that um, you know it's kind of like pulling teeth to get people to dance. Mm-hmm. You could be a great DJ, and I'm a great DJ. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but <laughs> the track record shows. Um, so it can still be like pulling teeth to get some crowds to even dance. It's mm-hmm. just that dynamic. Yeah. No matter what I play, no matter when I play it, no matter how good I am, they just want to talk. Yeah. You know, they don't want to dance, which is fine. That's fine with me. So the funny part about this is there wasn't much dancing going on. You know, they would come out for the line dances because it has a dance to it. Sure. So it basically mm-hmm. instructs you on what to do, you know, while you're dancing. So um, this situation happened in um with the breaking of the leg is what we're still on the same topic of um just filling on the new listeners that just tuned in (laughs) so that happened um they literally had me shut the music off so they could hear what she was saying uh uh paramedics came took her out on the stretcher now this was i'm summarizing but this was a span of probably 15 minutes sure and on your wedding day that's like three hours Yeah. yeah And so there was no music, mm-hmm. um, and I'm freaking out, and everybody's freaking out, and the bride's like, Jason, I need you to bring this back together for me. And I've known this bride for a while, because I've DJed a lot of her friends' weddings. This is kind of what happens. 
Um, so I was like, yeah, no problem. So they took her out on the stretcher. People clapped and cheered that she was either either because she was okay or because she was leaving. I don't really know. Um, depends on the side of the family. Depends on you know yeah. relationships. That's not my ch- that's not my place to judge. So um, they left, and I did a quick little just little scribble scratch. And I was like, are you guys ready? And I threw in something. I don't remember what it was, but it was a really good song. And that wedding went hard after that. Like, they danced <laughs> hard the rest of the night. They made up for that 15 minutes. Right. And yeah. so now I tell people, all you got to do is just have somebody break, break a leg. leg. Yeah. Literally. Sure. And then yeah. it brings the party right back to life. Oh, <laughs> that's fantastic. But it was fun. That's it was really story. fun. Yeah. Well, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, so do you have your guys all use your equipment or do they use their own equipment? It's a mixture of both. Some okay. guys um, that are really dedicated and really love what they do, they go buy their own equipment. Okay. Um, they don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. I provide the equipment if I need to, just because I like to make sure that everything is up to date. Mm-hmm. You know, if typically every two years or so, we're buying new stuff. We're mm-hmm. buying new boards. We're buying new speakers, just to keep everything functional. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, how many guys do you have working for you right now? Ten. Ten. And you mm-hmm. said you usually. About half, you sometimes have to let go and one ten. Or is, is it ten? Good, is that your good ten or your half? That's bad? my ten good. I have okay. a couple okay. extra. Thanks. Yeah. Well, and that's not including myself. Okay. So technically eleven. Okay. Um. And but, how long does it take to train one for you? Because I've I've gone to weddings where <clears> a company literally it was his first time ever DJing and the guy just was dropped off. Mm-hmm. And oh, I wow. was just—I just watched him wide-eyed like a doe deer for like <laughs> yeah. four hours. You know, like I knew the—I knew the first songs. He didn't. It was so. How long is like? Do you go yeah. to the weddings with them, or what's yeah, that kind of so, process? Don't um, give us all I'm not going to give but... away all the secrets, <laughs> right. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but we definitely do put more into training than any other uh, DJ stable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But because it's important, and we have a level of importance that we like to uphold. So it all just depends on the individual. So when they start out, they start out with shadowing, um, and they're going to events, um, and that that period of shadowing is all depending on the individual themselves. It can last six months, it can last a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, that level of shadowing is in what their responsibilities are fluctuates too. They can just go there and stand there and absorb everything that happens, or they can essentially be that uh, that DJ's assistant and lackey um, to do all the grunt work for that gig. Um, but no, I never just take somebody in and throw them into the wolves because for the, for a DJ. There's a lot that goes on for us, and it's yeah. very much like playing check and chess and checkers at the same time, mm-hmm. because we're watching the crowd, we're reading the energy of the room while still knowing where the bride's at, where the photographer's at, what time it is, did they eat yet, feeling the level of energy, it's just insane, watching people's body language, are they moving to this, they're moving to that, just kind of getting, we're a little judgmental as DJs, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> sure. But we have, have to be. To be. Yeah. yeah, you control right. the night. I mean, yeah. you do. If, yeah. if it's like a rubber band effects. Yeah, have to, like right. give and take and absolutely balance it out. We're not. Um, you almost have to be amateur sociologists to meet to read. <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. you should put that on the card. That's, not a, that's a good <laughs> point because we have to try to get in the minds of the guests mm-hmm. and soul of the guests. I guess to feel whether or not they're gonna have a good time because yeah. that's what people remember from mm-hmm. weddings is they had a good time or that DJ was whack. Yeah. 
Simple as that. <laughs> well, you mentioned other vendors. So what yep. are some of your pet peeves when it comes to working with other vendors? Like, what can we do to make it easier for you? What do we do to make it harder for you? Not we, um, personally. We're, we're amazing, what? but other... To make other, your life harder. Yes. <laughs> what can we do to make it harder for you? Uh, because I will say, I've got, I've got an axe to grind with certain DJs, so if you give me some tips to make it life harder on them... <laughs> Hopefully they'll oh, quit. You don't have to work with that anyway. <laughs> yeah. I will only use this knowledge for good. Um, well, in an officiant's world, I'll just start since we're talking, you know, what you what you would need to know. Um, when it comes to a, a microphone for a ceremony, mm-hmm. we do we provide a, a handheld wireless microphone. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's in our contract with our brides and grooms when they mm-hmm. use us for ceremony. But we do have an option for lapel microphones. Okay. And so what we do is when we get to, or one of the things that I guess could maybe benefit you um, and other officiants out there that know that they're working with us um, is to either contact us directly for a lapel mic if you want a lapel mic um, or just use the handheld. Um, But there's been many times where we get to, uh, I feel like I'm very choppy with this, but there's been many times where we get to a ceremony and we have our wireless handheld mic and the officiant wants a lapel mic because you have stuff you have to hold. Yeah. And so we don't have enough lapel mics to just send those out, but sure. we have plenty of wireless handheld mics. So that's mm-hmm. why we that's why we do that. Um, so if you know that you're working with us and you want a lapel mic, either reach out to us or have the bride and groom reach out to us, mm-hmm. because we just, we want to be able to accommodate, um, but know that we don't bring one out unless it's requested. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, I've had uh, I've had a couple of experiences where I've contacted. I've attempted to contact DJs before mm-hmm. the ceremony and either gotten stonewalled or they didn't bring what was asked and, right. you know, situations like that. And well, we always want to be prepared ahead of time. So sure. showing up the day of and wanting something that we mm-hmm. aren't prepared for, yeah. um, you're going to get a no. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. You can't do that. But. Absolutely. Well, any, any officiant who doesn't make a request ahead of time yep. should know that they have to deal with whatever's present. Right. And, and like, if you're good, yeah. if you're a professional, then you can mm-hmm. adapt. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I never whine and cry about it. <laughs> right. Oh, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and sometimes a handheld mic is better, especially if the if the couple wants to read their own vows or anything like that, because otherwise you're trying to, like, lean your chest in right. them. Right. Yeah, so absolutely. The lapel picks it up. <laughs> and that's just awkward for everybody. It makes a great <laughs> picture. I'm, like, visualizing it now. Just yeah. like... <laughs> Okay, read your vows. Look at your spouse. Like, but talk to my chest. Talking to my... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh I need yeah. to just get one of these mics and put it on like a stand that's not tacky. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. mic stands are tacky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've um, not found one that's not tacky. Right. In the middle yeah. of a And you can try to dress it up all you want. It's still tacky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't want to put anything between the bride and groom, so it's no. kind of got to be on the side with an angle. It's a thing. Like a sound engineer with like a boom mic from the movie. It's just like, look. <gasps> yeah. You know? Yeah, but then we're going to have to increase our prices. Stilts into it. Get everybody involved. Yeah. <laughs> then it really becomes a three-ring circus. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh <laughs> when it comes to um, photographers, um, I, 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 love working, I love working with professional photographers. I'll mm. say that. Um, the only things I think that could make our lives better as or easier as DJs and, and this is not a gripe um, uh, one of the things is to understand that when we DJ weddings we like to uh, spread things out throughout the evening um, 
you know, there's many times where I, I come into a wedding and uh, the photographer is like, well, I'm leaving at 8 o'clock, which mm-hmm. is like an hour after dinner, yeah. typically. And we have to cram everything in that hour to be able to get those shots, which is not a problem. Again, I'm not necessarily complaining, but just to understand that the dynamic and the flow of everything throughout the evening has to be well done or else people are going to leave early or they're going to complain. I've had a lot of, you know, brides and grooms when I meet them, they say, you know, we don't want to, we've been to weddings where everything's crammed at the beginning and we feel like we're just sitting there for hours before anything even starts. Mm -hmm. And so there's a huge dynamic that comes into play when it, when it comes to that. Now I understand that you're with them a lot longer than we are on the day of sometimes very early hours of the morning all the way throughout the day and into the evening. So I am very much aware of that, and uh, my heart goes out to you. (laughs) Because you're dealing with a lot of different people as well, whereas we deal with mostly the bride and groom, other professionals, and maybe some family members and little bits of the bridal party. Um, So just knowing that if if you can figure out a way to um, adjust your hours to give us a, a little bit more time throughout the evening to spread some things around um, it'll be it'll help be helpful with us but we're professionals we're gonna we're gonna adapt anyways so I'm not complaining um, it's just a suggestion to kind of get on the same page and be able to work things out a little bit better sometimes and that doesn't always happen but sometimes it does um, so that's from our perspective on those situations. But we again, we are completely aware of, of what happens from your end as well. Good answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we suggest this, but we will be flexible. Right. Exactly. Which is a good answer. Yeah. No, um, that's, exactly, that's the industry. <laughs> one of the things I picked up on a couple of years ago, and I get a lot of uh, compliments from photographers from this, and it's just a little thing, uh, little details are, are, are important, is when we go to announce the cake cutting. Um, I always say, and my entire team, we always say, you know, if you're over there, make sure, you know, get your pictures out, capture this moment, get your phones out, but please be mindful of the photographers. They are paid to get professional photos of this moment because you get a lot of people that kind of try to rush in and, you know, Aunt Aunt Jamie wants to come up and get the best picture of the cake cutting when Mm -hmm. that's fine, that's all well and good, but you have to be mindful of, you know, the professional shots that that the bride and groom really need to get to capture this day. So your your the story does not trump the photographer. Yeah, absolutely. I love the grandmas that bring in the iPads. So you have the iPad over and you get the photographer like, Mm -hmm. what are you a disposable camera. We still get the the grandmas that have the disposable camera. I'm like, oh. <laughs> the little yeah, yeah, oh yeah. It's, it's adorable. Yeah, yeah I had well, I had a wedding last year on a beach where in the front row there was a grandma with an iPad that the, the entire ceremony oh, just no. like yeah. yeah, my worst nightmare. My worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, you know, one thing I could say about about our team, and we get a lot of compliments from professionals, is we we play well with others. You know, we, we, there's never any friction. Mm-hmm. We don't cause any kind of unnecessarily, unnecessary issues. Very much a communication process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, anytime anybody needs anything from us, we're on, we're on it. All of our DJs are very service-oriented. Not necessarily just for the bride and groom, but for other professionals um, that are there working that day, too. So Yeah, yeah cool. you definitely are. We always know we're in good hands. Yeah, I get that a lot. When people see, oh, we see we're working with Book That DJ, I knew it was going to be a great mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's a huge relief yeah. to you. And, yeah. and referral-wise, yeah. I mean, yeah. the name, it gets around. Yeah. People know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you don't have a good experience, it's not going to be good for you in the future. So yes. yeah. kudos to you guys. We had, um, you know, I'll share one more kind of, not necessarily a horror story, but situation that happened over, I'd say, the past two years. 
Um, we worked with uh, a wedding planner, and this can maybe help out any wedding planners or up-and-coming wedding planners out there. Um, and, and there was a huge uh, distancing from us and the bride and groom because the wedding planner wanted to be in charge of everything mm. and be kind of that conduit to work with all the other professionals, which is all well and good and fine. But when it comes to um, the DJ, we need to have that connection with the bride and groom. We need to be able to communicate with them because, you know, there's so much that goes on for a wedding DJ with being in charge of the dynamic of everybody's energy and how much fun they're having and the flow of everything and how uh, the time frames are moving left and right and up and down. It's just a lot that goes into it and while still playing music and making announcements. Yeah. You know, if, if we get off kilter a little bit or something, you know, simple happens, we want to be able to have that relationship with our bride and groom for them to feel comfortable knowing that we are humans. You know, we're not just a DJ that's very mechanical and methodical. We're really good at what we do, but we also make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And so by having a relationship with our bride and groom very much helps with that um, process of, you know, if something goes wrong, it's not the biggest deal in the world. That's just Jason. He's He's got it. We trust him. You know, we want to build that trust factor with our brides and grooms. There's been many times, even just this year alone, where um, I accidentally introduce the bridal party out of order <laughs> you know my eyes will just simply skip over a name you know it happens mm -hmm. um, yeah. nothing I can control other than going back and still saying that name and as long as you know there's a good rapport with the bride and groom and the bridal party like it's not a big deal we don't want little things like that to become big issues for the rest of your night and kind of overshadow the rest of your fun. It's right. something as simple as, hey, man, I did this. I'm sorry. And they're usually like, oh, don't worry about it. We took over. We just sent them out and we flipped it around. You're good. Yeah. You know, so that's because we have that rapport. And when that's mm. taken out of the equation, um, one little thing snowballs into other little things and then it creates a big thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, that actually led to us getting one of our only negative reviews. And I think that it was the beginning of that dynamic mm -hmm. is what, because I mean, we're, we're human. I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say we have a perfect track record. <laughs> Nobody has a perfect track record. Right. It's just that simple. Yeah. Um, but we're human and, and that's what sets us apart as well is our personalities, the fact that we're just regular guys. You know, mm -hmm. we get it, we understand the importance of it. But we have to have some give and take as well. You know, I wish there was a way that we could kind of um, interview our brides and grooms even, you know, to see, you know, which direction we want to go and what type of personalities we do or don't want to work with um, mm -hmm. just to keep everything happy and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that said, yeah. do you have like... With brides and grooms, like, what do you recommend they know before coming to you? Like, what are some things that they should be asking you when they're about to book a DJ? Um, so I've got a few thoughts on this, but I want to start by saying I used to, several years ago, I used to be get upset um, when brides and grooms would just simply ask, well, what's it cost? What's your price? And it would just start bothering me because it's like, it's more than just price. And you know, I think everybody kind of goes through that transition as a business owner. But yeah. um, I, I realized that the only reason they're asking that 
That's really the only question they know to ask. Right. Yeah. How much does it cost? I mean, because mm-hmm. they're they're planning this huge event mm-hmm. that's got a huge budget for. Mm-hmm. They need to know where to fit it in. Yeah. Um, or low budget. Or low budget. <laughs> yeah. You just never know. <laughs> and sometimes we fit in their budget, and sometimes we don't fit in their budget, sure. which is completely fine either way. Yeah. Um, but once I realized that, I started kind of opening my mind up a little more and being like, okay, well, this is what it costs. I mean, I'm never afraid to tell people how much we we charge because we charge for a reason. Um, but what I would say for brides and grooms is to, at the very utmost importance, do your research. Take your time. Go through the details because the DJ is a huge element for your wedding day. You don't want to be sold into something just because it's either A, the best price, or they're giving you a special because you're awesome that day, or just whatever kind of smoke they want to blow. <laughs> yeah. um, because you know a good car salesman can sell a car. Mm-hmm. Might not even be the car you want, but you're going to get sold a car. Yeah. Um, so I always say, do your research. You know, I, when I meet with, with our brides and grooms, I, I tell them, you know, we can book today if you want. It's completely up to you, but you don't have to. I don't pressure people into anything. I don't give them discounts just to get them to sign on the dotted line because it's it's important for us, for them to feel comfortable knowing the decision they're going to make booking with us um, because when they're comfortable, the whole process is easier, you mm-hmm. know, because we have a better relationship, a better rapport, and they understand that they've done the research and they know that it makes sense and I'm not selling them. I'm not a car salesman. Yeah. I'm a DJ that does a really good job, and so do my other guys. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. It's all about building the relationship. That was one of the big things. that uh, Have you worked with uh, April Gladio, Your Perfect Day? Oh, yeah. She's great. I uh, had, uh, had some drinks with her recently, which is also a lot of fun, if you haven't. <laughs> if anyone hasn't and has If anybody has never had drinks, <laughs> yes. drinks are a lot of fun. They, they can be a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, she had some, some words for me because uh, my business grew tremendously this year. Uh, last year I did about 20 weddings. This year I just finished my 57th. Oh wow, good for you. So, yeah, I don't sleep. <laughs> um, but uh, she she mentioned I know what something. that's like. <laughs> yeah, right? Especially with having a kid. Oh yeah. But yeah. Uh, she had made the, the, the conversation about it being a relationship and meeting with them and that first one not trying to sell them anything and just get to know you. You know, it's it's like feeling meeting. How yeah. do you feel? How do I feel? Right. If either of us don't feel great, then you know we part ways as friends and Congratulations. And not yeah. as business partners. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And uh, and I had a lot of I had a lot of uh, things that she gave me advice on, so it was really good. Yeah, she's been doing this a long time, mm-hmm. longer than I have actually, and that's that's pretty great. Yeah, yeah, I like working with her. Anytime I can work with a, a good wedding coordinator, mm-hmm. um, it just makes our job as DJs easier. Yeah, because when there's not one there, not I'm not I would never say that we're wedding coordinators. Mm-hmm. But, but you kind of have to we that have role, to probably we, we yeah. have to kind of step in and maintain the flow of the evening. Yes. Um, yes. Without being pushy or anything like that. So mm-hmm. anytime there's somebody there that will assist and help with that, um, it just makes our job easier. You know, they'll get the parents all ready to go, and they'll you know they'll they'll kind of help maintain the timeline and mm-hmm. um, keep an awareness of where everybody's at. It's just yeah. a, it's a lot of dynamic when you can work. I feel like I use the word dynamic a lot in this interview. So <laughs> okay. You're a if, very dynamic speaker. If you guys are just tuning in, go back and count how many times I use the word dynamic. Drinking game. And if you, if you drink, yeah, there you go. Drink every time you hear the word dynamic. There we dynamic, go. Dynamic, dynamic, dynamic. <laughs> Speaking of drinking, um, we don't drink on the job. Our DJs don't drink. Ah, okay. Can you, all right, because I've seen a lot of DJs. Yeah. Same. So 
Why do you think that's... Like, why do you think they think that's okay? Or do you know... Like, Well, uh, here's here's what I'll say. Right. Because when we meet every week, we talk about everything. So I've got different kind of personalities that I deal with on a regular basis amongst my team. Some of them are drinkers. I'm a huge drinker. We have a kegerator in our office, and we drink on our meeting days quite heavily. So next recording, we're going to go... And you can come to my warehouse. Right. It's only like three <laughs> blocks away. It's like Let's three blocks away. We're gonna... It's really close by. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we used to say, you know, as a DJ, it, it, it calms us and gets us a little bit more in tune with the music and yeah. just kind of makes us a little bit more... Um, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Uh, just calm i guess it just it, it, it lightens the mood mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. kind of takes the edge off there That's we go right. takes the edge off um but what happens is you have to know when you're taking the edge off and when you're <laughs> consuming yeah alcohol yeah. you know yeah. so if you if you're not a mature enough person to know the difference um then you have a problem <laughs> mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. so several years ago we used to have amongst our, our team, um, kind of a understanding that you know, the last hour, hour and a half, there's not too much to still do. Um, you know, all the major important things are done. You can have a beverage or two. Um, or if the bride and groom bring you a drink. Which happens all the time. Which is completely yeah, fine. Yeah, Here you go, Jason, but, again, it comes back to that individual personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some feedback from other professionals saying, hey, we think that you're... DJ was consuming a little bit more than necessary. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of taking advantage of my leniency when it mm-hmm. comes to that. Yeah. And that's the last thing you need. I mean, the most important reason that we now don't drink at weddings was one, because they took it too far. So I just cut it off and said, no, we're just not going to do that at all. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We're just not. Because the important thing is, is we're controlling the energy of the room we're taking requests people are drunk we need to be that sober mind that deals with any kind of situation and when we're telling people that yeah we'll we'll try to get to that request and we might not get to it and now somebody's upset and wants to cause a fight or throw things at us or what have you because people just it's usually a chick i'm not gonna lie i mean no offense, I mean, no offense by that you um, didn't play the wobble i've said that before you know, based on actual experience that's usually you know the dynamic of it there you go drink Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, so you know there's a lot that could potentially go wrong and as a dj you're only as good as the song you're playing right now Mm, because the crowd can Mm -hmm. turn on you in an instant you could have rocked that entire wedding out and there's five minutes left if you mess up that transition or you play a stupid song you're getting booed People are like, "What? This wedding sucks!" You, you know, just yell it at you. Mm-hmm. It just, it can, it can change in a heartbeat. And then people are always watching. So all it takes is one person to say, "Well, if you weren't drinking all night, you could have had one drink." Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to their perception, mm-hmm. you were drinking all night. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it, it, it creates a bad reputation. Yeah. So purely on reputation and being aware of everything, that's why we don't drink. And it's important not to drink. Mm-hmm. Very important not to drink. Yeah. Not because it's not good social etiquette and you're a professional and on a job. Well, kind of because you're a professional on a job. Sure. But not to because people will judge you if you do. I would say that. Not because other professionals will judge you if you do. It's yeah. because you're on the job. You're doing a job. Do it fun so it doesn't feel like a job. And if you and I drink heavily. I think I said that. 
<laughs> a couple times now. I drink, I'm, a, I'm a scotch and whiskey guy, and I can oh, polish right. off a fifth. Good man. In a night. Well, we'll talk about scotch after this. Okay. Um, but if I can go five hours without drinking, mm-hmm. so can anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's five hours. If you got a problem with that. You're in the yeah. wrong business. Right. Yeah. Or you're using a problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then you have a yeah. problem. Greater problem. Yeah. <laughs> and we need to have a different kind of meeting mm-hmm. with a whole uh, sign <laughs> yeah. that says intervention. Yeah. Right. And we need to handle it with a delicate. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. I love that. I can talk all day, to be honest with you. But yeah. I do have to get going. That's cool. Because mm-hmm. I have uh, other. Mm-hmm. Things that I have to do. Yes. Can you do real quick things coming up? Do you want to talk about the bridal show? Just do a uh, shout out. Yes, absolutely. So uh, I'm DJing at nine for uh, New Year's Eve in Hensville. Oh, cool. um, that's going to be a really fun party. If you need tickets for that, still call nine. Um, in March, we plan a huge uh, bridal expo, wedding expo called the Wedding Madness Expo at Tam O'Shanner in Sylvania. Um, you can go to WeddingMadnessExpo.com or BookThatDJ.com um, and just to get more information on that or Google search Wedding Madness Expo. Um, other than that, um, book that DJ. Simple as that. You need a DJ? Book that DJ. As cheesy as it sounds, it works. It's dynamic. 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 <laughs> dynamic. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think you need to have the word dynamic in your slogan somewhere. Yeah. Do you have a slogan? I don't. Okay. I, I just, well, book that, DJ. book that DJ. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's I the just, name of the slogan. I didn't know. Yeah. We're dynamic. We are, we're right. dynamic. Literally. Damn dynamic. I like it. Somebody just got lit. <laughs> I love oh it. Oh my gosh. I, I do have to get going though. Sure. Cool. Thank, was, you so yeah, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much. That was great. Yeah, that was awesome. Not a problem. Appreciate it. So that's our interview. We had a lot of fun. We hope you did too. Thank you again for listening. We know that there are a lot of podcasts out there and we're so glad you choose to spend your time with us. Next week, we'll publish another mini episode horror story. This one from Lindsay. In this story, she was photographing a bride and her bridesmaids getting ready the morning of the wedding when two of the bridesmaids discovered that their dresses would not fit. What would you do in that situation? You'll have to listen and see. We're calling this one, Say Yes to Her Dress. So stay tuned for all that and more on next week's episode of Your I Do Crew. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot, Wedding Wire, Facebook and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. This is Samantha Bean. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram or by hashtagging Toledo Talktales. And this is Courtney Majors, and you can find me on Instagram at this is Courtney Ann. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play, and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback, so if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at youridocrew.com. Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. I want to get, I want to get, I want to get married. Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.